Hey you, welcome to the Secrets of the Online Coach podcast. I am your co-host Kerry and you will be sitting with myself and the head coach Lynn Trun as we dive into the real and raw stories and strategies around success inside of building your online movement and your coaching business. There are four key pillars inside of business in which you have to master. That is your trade, getting attention and getting desire and commitment and then building on top of those foundations with optimizing your business numbers. We dive deep into discussions around creating systems to build and scale your business and with topics where Lynn throws fire at the mic with his no BS mentorship. Enjoy the show, enjoy the ride and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a beat. There's a show on YouTube, it's not really a show, but there's this phenomenon on YouTube where people on the internet watch each other eat. It's, it's an Asian show, of course. I think it's a Korean. I'm like, yeah, Koreans started it. And like they have this, what they do is they cook up a, a huge storm and I would be the host, he might be my guest, and we would literally just eat and banter and eat this whole feast for 10 just in one sitting. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Lynn and I could actually do this. And we get paid for it. Because yeah. like apparently the audience pays and gives gifts so that we can buy more food next time so that we can eat more shit. Anyways, we just finished a pretty big gym session. Um, Harry, I don't, I don't know how much you deadlifted today. No, couldn't, con- couldn't convert the pounds into kilos. <laughs> it was a little weird. I almost over deadlifted. She, she was doing like 83.27 kilos today for reps. Um, and we've been consuming a lot of Starbucks, which, do you like Starbucks? Not a fan. We've got better coffee. Not a fan. Yeah, not a, not a fan. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I thought, um, I thought we would actually just go live. I was going to skip this tonight. I was going to take this one out for some oysters and some pasta. Uh, but I, I really, really wanted to talk about this topic that if you can't, be the cheapest there's no advantage being second cheapest or third cheapest I, I don't know who said this before but it was some marketing superstar i think it could have been dan kennedy that there's no advantage being the second cheapest if you're not the cheapest you need to be the most expensive and i think that's really really true that um the majority of online fitness coaches are probably probably too cheap but at the same time, uh, they aren't giving enough value in terms of their program. Um, and so I see this a lot, especially when I'm consulting, that you'll look at the app, the Kayla Ritzines, uh, the $99 a month stuff, the, the, the $47 to $99 a month stuff, and they get a membership site and you get a program and you get a Facebook group and then you see online coaches charging, what do they charge, like 127 and then giving a little bit more. And the thing where you're going to go wrong is, we talked about this last time, didn't we, Kez, where we were like, hey, there's no point being the cheapest because what's happening inside of the fitness world is everybody's trying to, everybody's trying to Netflix this at the moment. Everyone's trying to Netflix and commoditize fitness where I'm sure over the next year you'll, you'll begin to see uh, more and more apps pop up 
uh, where they give you Netflix, where they bring on all these influencers, all these educators, and they'll charge you $7 a month and you get everybody. You get everybody from mm. Instagram mm. who has their own course and they'll create the Netflix. And you're starting to see that with the Kayla Ritzine sweater, um, which they're doing one thing. The whole marketplace is designed to commoditize. The marketplace wants to commoditize us uh, and make you cheaper. The whole goal, you know, people get used to it. And the market and, and how innovators respond is they innovate by packing more value and lowering the price. And I go, you, you as a coach and a fitness coach, you're one person and, and that's great, but you will never be able to compete in terms of value on information as well as price um, because a lot of people will be able to beat you on that. And you, you'll begin to see people with millions of followers start affiliate marketing this, they'll start promoting this, and then they'll get all of these clients sign up on $7 a month, hoping that it's too little uh, for them to notice that amount inside of their bank account. Uh, and so that's how it works. It's like, it's kind of like how people sign up to gym memberships for a year, knowing that uh, they got a kick out of, you know, January 1st, New Year's. They sign up, they go for a month and gyms know that, hey, uh, these members actually won't go. Yeah, because if you think about it, you know, when I was working at a gym, they had 1,500 members. And if all those members use the facility at that one time, or heck, if half of them used it at that one time, there would be no room. So this this little chat today is uh, two things. It's number one, you need to be the most expensive and figure out how to be the most expensive. Um, because as a small person going into this consumer market where everybody's trying to commoditize you, where everybody's got more followers, they've got more money than you, um, they've got a business up and running, they might have venture capital, they might have a lot more money back than you, they might have business partners. How do you, the small guy or girl who has an amazing message and you truly want to help people, you truly want to make a dent in the marketplace, how do you actually gain traction? And First and foremost, um, we've seen this a lot and coaches that start out charging $7 a month or $20 a month, Kerry, like what generally happens to those coaches in terms of their mindset? Well, I think it's fair to say that most coaches try to be the second cheapest in that they're not an app, they're one step above an app, but they want to be able to be competitive and in the definition of trying to be competitive, you try and compete on price. But what we're trying to say is that don't compete on price, compete on your value. Mm. Compete on the value proposition that you give versus what an app gives. Don't even compete. Put yourself in a whole different basket. Correct. Correct. But what we do see is they get really shitty clients, for one. They get... Uh, the worst of the worst clients who want to, who expect more for what they're paying. But on the internal side, the coach is saying you're paying less than a, a premium client. Why, why would I serve you more? Yeah, correct. Um, and you're not, you're, and you're not getting the commitment from the client, to be honest. Not at all. Uh and a lot of you will want to lower your prices because when you are closing people over the phone, they'll go, it's too expensive. 
and you'll hear that no matter how much you charge and how little you charge, people mm. will still say that. And your prospects lie to you um, and they don't know they're lying to you. What they're really saying is, look, Lynn, or look, Kerry, I actually don't see the value in what it is you have to offer. And I always say this to the one percenters. I say, hey, if you offer somebody a brand new Lamborghini Aventador and you put it outside of the house and you say, hey, I'll drive it in front of your house. It's $5,000 today, but we've got to do a deal right now. This person on the other side of the phone is going to listen to that. They know the value of the Lamborghini Aventador. They're going to beg, borrow and steal to actually come up with the five grand, even though they don't have that money in their bank account right now. And, and this is the mindset of they might not have money, but what they're really saying to you uh, is I don't actually see the value in what it is you have to offer. And I don't know why I would pay a thousand or, you know, $200 a week uh, for 16 weeks to work with you. And that's one of the biggest objections that you're going to get. Now, if you take it at face value, uh, you're going to lower your prices because you're going to go, right, I'm, I got to listen to the marketplace. I got to lower my prices. And you keep doing it, you will lower your prices. But what generally happens is one, you bring less committed clients on. You and I both know that working with clients that are less committed is going to stuff you up, the leader, uh, because when they drop off after four weeks, when they want a refund after three weeks, when they leave after a week, uh, you're going to have a lot of thoughts and stories going on in your mind and you're going to question your ability to lead and coach, which then in turn affects your ability to market. Uh, the second thing is you actually won't bring on a lot more clients. And what's really funny, interesting enough, Kitty, uh, over the Christmas period and January period, she dropped her prices from $99 a week to $69 a week. Um, and she had a rush of people come in. And she thought she would keep her prices at $69 a week. Uh, but after looking at the numbers between 99 and 69, it's still the same. The numbers actually, uh, numbers are the same. It literally is the same. So, mm. you know, in, in the next week or so, we're going to go and increase the price again. Uh, and the reasons why it worked was simply because we were running it through Christmas January, that's when rush hour happens. And I think that's the push over the edge that people needed. So if there's one piece of advice I would give to you is figure out how to charge premium and be the most expensive, but not even categorize. Like don't look, don't base your product off a $19 app or a $27 a month membership site. Base your product on if you could give anything to a client that works with you, online, if you, if you could coach them, what would they need to see, hear, experience, taste, touch, feel uh, with you, your community, uh, your program, your course, your environment, and the people around that are in there in order for them to uh, validate and see the value inside of your program and can I um, can I go down one question for you? Because mm -hmm. I, I get asked this quite a lot, and I can sense people questioning when they see Kitty is charging ninety nine dollars a week yep. for her premium product, mm -hmm. and they go, and "That's Surely, not even that's not even the highest. It, it's not the highest. She's got a one ninety nine a week, right?" So um, they say, "Surely it mm -hmm. can't be that personalized one on one to have two hundred dollars a week mm -hmm. to charge." Mm -hmm. And what do you say to that? 
because I think the first thing that a lot of coaches go go down in their thought process is personalized one-to-one premium. I will serve you one-to-one. Yeah. My thought process is this. Um, a lot of people, especially when it comes to online, a lot of coaches uh, want to automate processes and systems first and they want to go hey how do I just create this product that runs runs itself and I just need a feeder and I just need a market and I just need to post content and I just need to drive it to a sales page and then it will just work and you and I Kerry have been in the industry for long enough to know uh, that this is not what people want anymore it was a trend maybe in 2012 13 14 possibly not even it wouldn't even have lasted that long but people want connection they want to be heard they want to feel connected in a world where we're supposedly more connected than ever before uh, a lot of people lack that deep connection with you know sharing their truth being vulnerable sharing their thoughts emotions uh feelings and not feeling stupid knowing that other people are actually going through the same thing and this is where we talk about uh, building micro communities because you know by building communities of people that have shared similar values experiencing similar problems you actually create that place for somebody to open up and take surface level problems and go to the next level and you've got levels of that and just to answer your question I think uh, you know going on that try not to begin to uh, automate the process first try and work through a manual process and, and suggest, hey, if I worked with you and I signed up, what does the first day look like? What is the second day? What is the third day? What is everything that I want you to know? What is everything that I want you to experience? As though I was running you through this process. And what you're going to do and find that if you repeat that 10, 15, 20 times, you'll start to see repeated patterns and processes, um, things that are small and things that are big things that are small that you should automate and things that are big that you go, wait, I can't automate this human touch because this is really critical to their breakthrough. And how you develop and build your product um, should come in this frame of mind, especially if you want scale, is developing a system that gets a person who's, who's having trouble and they've got a problem and it's called problem A and they've all got problem A Okay, and you develop a system that can get them to point B where they want to go. Now, the only way that you can scale this is if you've got people with similar problems coming to you. Mm. And if you don't, then you won't scale. And the reasons why Kitty's been able to scale to 500 plus, she might be on her way to 600, I don't know, is she attracts women with all of the same problems, problem A. And then she develops a system that can help all these, the best system possible, that can help all these women experiencing uh, problem A, allow and customize, allow them to understand their problem, educate them on their problem, help them take ownership over their problem, and then customize the system to suit their needs so that they can all reach point B uh, in a systemized fashion just at different timestamps on their own. And this is the only way that you can scale coaching whilst without without dropping results uh with actually getting better results because now you've got a community of women wrapped around 
the same problem that can share revelations that Kitty might not have gone through. Mm -hmm. But now you've got Kerry going through a different problem and Kerry shares an insight. And those insights make all the difference inside of the community when you're looking for bond, when you're looking for connection, when you're looking for revelations, when you're looking for growth, when you're looking for everything together uh, that makes an amazing community. I think it's really cool as well, mm. because on the one end, she has women who experience the same pain and the same problem. Yeah. But she also has all of them who want to go towards the same vision as well. And Correct. I think that's really, really key because even though there are mums inside of this community, for me, when I was in, I was in her program, I could connect with the mums because I could feel the same vision of getting freaking strong in the mm -hmm. gym mm -hmm. and, you know, eating real food and eating awesome food and delicious food and not not being bought into the, the fitness industry shit that, you know, like a mom and myself, I never would have thought I, could, I connected, but we are all working towards the same vision, yeah. which is really, really cool. It's, it's, it's the only way mm. that a coach can scale. You can't scale a model where you have somebody coming in with problem A, another person coming in with problem F, um, and then trying to get them to the same destination. That just generally doesn't work, which then comes down to the importance of understanding your message, who you serve, uh, what result you own, which we've talked about quite a lot on this show. But further to that, I want to begin to add and, and hopefully entertain your brain to go stop looking and duplicating the $27 a month membership sites because that serves a completely different portion. And when you look at retention, uh, a lot of their retention is based off uh the the customer not actually noticing the 27 the seven dollar a month on their bill and letting that slide six seven eight months i mean i heck i've done it so many how many times have you signed up for a subscription that i'm pretty sure i've still got some money <laughs> <laughs> like it, that it's too painful to call up american express or go into paypal figure out how to cancel like I can't even cancel a fucking subscription off iTunes. Like it's too painful to figure out, you know, they make you jump through about six different hurdles and it's too painful uh, to figure it out than it is to actually pay the $7 a month or the $10 a month, which is how they monetize. So uh, you and I obviously are a little bit different. And so when we look at building retention, we look at what are the things that are going to keep a person in side of our coaching program because it's not about getting clients that's easy it's about serving them and keeping them and building raving fans that's the hardest part what's every single touch point that we need to begin to add in uh such that we can keep this person a part of our community such that they get results such that they continue to extend their stay and see value in what we're giving them every single day and i think if if you're the cheapest you can't take uh the revenue that you make to create a great experience for them that they wouldn't have uh, anywhere else. And that's that's the biggest thing that if, if you're able to charge more, you're able to do more for the customer and the client. I think that's I think that's a bit of a wrap, but um I have one question for you. Mm -hmm. How do you justify being the most expensive? Uh, that's a great question. When someone says, but don't I get the bikini body from Kayla It Signs? Mm -hmm. uh, to answer that question, we then move into brands and we then go into 
how much are you seen as an ex expert to those people and that comes with content and that comes with your ability to know your shit so a brand then comes down to well it comes back down to supply and demand uh how many people know you how many people uh know of you the perceived brand and how how limited is your stuff so the more people that know you the more followers you get the more content that you have the more that uh kerry feels that everyone knows me i then have a perceived high value amongst everything else and my product doesn't actually need to change so we look at this uh, concept called branding if you want to charge more then you need to begin to build a brand and that comes down to content comes down to results it comes down to what you're known for it comes down to time as well and brands aren't built uh in in a week brands aren't built in a month i mean the one percent we were we're two years old we're literally 24 months old now um but we've we've gone deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper to brand ourselves as different as unique as and that's why we're the most expensive inside of this consulting uh space that we're playing so it comes down to brand and it comes down to results and your ability to brand yourself and that's a variety of content uh the amount of people that perceive you to be bigger than everybody else and that that takes time so generally you can you can then look at the supply and demand equation if there's more demand for what it is that you offer you can then bump up your prices and you go look we're gonna we're gonna split test a 10 percent increase and see how that works and and see what that does to our numbers if it screws it off then you might go back to the original price same thing as what kitty is doing now we're, we're going to bring it back up because there was no statistical uh change in her data mm. Mm. great answer cool i'm glad you like it cable <laughs> i'm glad you like it um anyway team that uh brings us to a conclusion uh as we want to go get some post-workout dinner now uh if you have any questions please leave it down below i'm more than happy to tackle it on a um on an episode or some sort of a training and uh we hope i would really love to mm. try and pitch you guys as being the most expensive so if you're keen for us to do that leave a comment down below and we will stalk you and look at you and how we would present you mm. as being the most expensive and how we would differentiate you yeah so i think application here would be so helpful to the audience for to sure. actually know okay, if I'm not competing on price, I'm not competing in the actual fitness industry mm -hmm. with fitness apps and with other fitness coaches, then how do I position myself as the expert, as the most expensive? I like it. Yeah, guys, if you want to leave uh, something below, the question is then I can pitch you and I can create this vision for you. It becomes relatively simple. Uh, the next step is do you have the self-belief to pull it off and be who you need mm -hmm. to be? in order to pull it off. And I think that's a, that's a completely, uh, that's another can of worms that will begin to open up and have a conversation around. Um, but yeah, and that's, that seems fun. Yes. Cool. Seems like a lot of fun guys. That's a wrap. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. If you did leave a comment down below, let us know if you liked it. Let us know your revelations, maybe anything that you learned, maybe something that you, uh, thought about when you're delivering your high end coaching experience. Um, to getting your clients' results, leave a comment down below. We'd love to hear back from you. I hope you've enjoyed listening to our Radio Voices today. If you like us, don't be shy and show us some love by giving us a five-star rating and review. We are shameless promoters of what we do and what we love to do and we'll never stop giving you value. Before you go to the next episode, 
make sure you subscribe and remember a five-star rating review.